Welcome to our facilitators training. This is for anyone who wishes to hold an event or facilitate an event on the ACB community platform. Hello, I am Tabitha Kenlim and I've worked with Cindy to put together this facilitator training session. So thanks for tuning in. We want to start by thanking everyone for doing such tremendous work bringing this community together over the last year. There have been some amazing, inspiring calls, but we know that for some people, facilitating a call might be new. And even though it's fun, let's be honest, sometimes it can be a little challenging. So we want to give you a few tips to help make sure that your events continue to be fun and successful. So we'll start off with some general reminders. When you're submitting your event, make sure that you include details that are really helpful and descriptive and accurate and informative. Think about what kind of stuff you want to know, what do you find helpful when you're deciding whether or not you want to join a call and make sure that you include those details in your description. If your event happens regularly, you probably don't need to completely rewrite your description every week but do make sure that it reflects the current topic or focus of your call. On the day, make sure that you arrive 10 minutes early so you can communicate with the host about your plans for the event before things get officially underway. And remember that the responsibility for the overall event belongs to the facilitator. You came up with this idea, you submitted it, so plan it and own it. Also remember that Zoom guidelines prohibit all users from playing or sharing copyrighted material without appropriate permissions. So just keep that in mind. And remember that the host is there to support you by calling on people with raised hands, lowering hands, and maybe muting noisemakers. They can also help you kind of keep track of time. But the host is not your sidekick we ask hosts to kind of stay in the background because again, the event is yours, the facilitators, you're running the show. We're gonna think about the three core values that we have for the ACB community events, which you're probably all familiar with. We wanna keep things safe, respectful, and welcoming. So we're gonna start at the end. <laughs> we're gonna start with welcoming. How do we make sure that our events are welcoming? Um, we have a couple scenarios here for you to listen to, and you can think about which of these groups you would like to be a part of. Wow, Tabitha, I heard you talking about going out to dinner last night. Where did you go? Oh, we ordered in from an Indian place, and it kind of took some arm twisting because my parents aren't really big fans of Indian food, but I Hello. love it. So, oh, hi, welcome. Thanks for joining us. So what did you have? Um, I can't even remember. It was some sort of tiki masala thing and the naan bread was amazing. Hello. It was nice and, oh, hi, yeah, we're going to get started soon. Um, it was nice and squishy and spongy. And <laughs> I can't even remember the last time I went for Indian food. Am I even in the right meeting? I, I mean, they're just... They're just yeah, talking. It's my first time here. Um, so it was so much fun. It was really yummy. And my brother had brought me some tea from India, so it was great. Maybe I won't even come back because it's my first time. They're not even acknowledging me. That's our first scenario. You can see that it might not be that pleasant for the participant. So let's do another one and see if we can improve. So Tabitha, you were talking about having dinner out last night. 
yeah, we ordered in from this really great Indian place. Uh, my parents aren't the biggest fans, but I convinced them Hello? and they ended up really liking it. Oh, hi, welcome. Thanks so much for joining hi. us. We're going to get started in a little while, uh, I think about another five minutes, but uh, we're just sort of chatting to pass the time. We're talking about Indian food. I was just telling Cindy that we had some really great Indian food the other night. Um, do you like Indian food or what's your favorite cuisine? I've actually never had Indian food, but I love Spanish food. Oh, interesting. I don't think I've had a lot of Spanish food. So you can see that in our second scenario, we made sure that we included the newcomer in the conversation and tried our best to, to make them feel welcome and that they weren't, you know, crashing somebody else's party. Next, we'll think about how to maintain a respectful environment. And again, you can just kind of think about what respect means to you personally. You want to be respected, so how do you respect other people? And in this kind of situation where we're on a community call, maybe it makes sure, it means making sure that one or two people don't monopolize the conversation, that everybody who wants a chance to share their ideas has the opportunity to do that. And no one's ideas are belittled or not taken seriously. We know that some people really love to talk, including me, and sometimes facilitators do need to kind of step in and remind participants that it's time to give someone else a chance to share. Uh, this can sometimes feel a little awkward, but believe me, everyone on the call is going to appreciate it when you do it. So again, we're going to give you some sample scenarios here so you can understand kind of what the problem is and get an example of what might be a, a good tactful way to address it. So in our example, we're going to pretend that we are um, discussing books. So participants, can you share a little bit about a good book you've read lately? Tabitha, you have a hand raised. Kobe, your hand is raised. You may unmute. Thank you. I wanted to talk about a book that I recently read. It was fantastic. It's called Forward Together, an inside look at guide dog training by Christy Bain. And it details the process of how puppies become guide dogs and how they get matched with their handlers once that time has come and once they've completed training. It was absolutely fascinating. And then there was this other book that I read. Oh, actually, I'm sorry, Colby. I'm going to have to um, ask you to, to hold on because we do have some other hands raised and I want to make sure everybody gets a turn. If we have time, we'll come back to you. Okay, thanks. Next hand you have is Monica. Monica, you may unmute. Hi. Um, you know, I, I really didn't really read a good book lately, but I just, I have a question. When do you figure out what's going to be streamed and what isn't going to be streamed? Actually, you know, that's a really great question, but we're going to try to focus on books that we've been reading right now, and we can try to answer that question maybe offline, or you can email community at acb.org and, and ask your question there. Um, so are there any books that you might want to be reading in the future? Yes, there's one called Letters to a Young Athlete. That sounds interesting. You should read that and come back next week and tell us all about it. Okay, any more hands? Yes, you have Belinda. You may unmute. Hey, Tabitha. Thanks for uh, letting me speak. So I actually have a book that I've been reading called Flying Blind, A Man's Journey Out of Darkness. And this book is pretty good. Uh, but there's a couple parts of this book that really make me think about just 
life in general, my life specifically, because uh, there are parts of this book where this guy is very uh, inspirational to a lot of people. And that's something that I find every day, every time I turn around, someone say, oh, you're so inspirational and this and that. Okay. And we just get um, tired of hearing that all the time. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, this is, so I'm sorry, Belinda, I'm just going to interrupt you for, for a minute here. Um, I mean, that's a really great point that literature can help us um, you know, kind of understand our own lives a bit better. But um, just so we can keep on a little bit more focused on track, can you just tell us in like a sentence or two what this book was about and why you thought it was interesting? Yeah, so sure, this book basically is, uh, talks about a young man, he lost his sight at the age of 19, and he just had a lot of obstacles he had to overcome over the years, and um, he did it pretty well. So well, that was great. a good book. Great, thank you so much. That will help other people kind of decide if they want to, to give the book a try. So thanks. So those were three examples of ways that people can um, sometimes try to, you know, wander off down a rabbit trail and ways that you can hopefully get people back on track. Remember, as a facilitator, it is your job to, to do that and to, to keep people focused on the, the topic at hand. So now a little about safety. If everyone is being welcoming and respectful, Safety tends to just happen naturally, take care of itself. But you do have to be aware of a couple situations that might pop up. Sometimes people do get a little carried away and they might share things that they probably shouldn't. Participants shouldn't share overly personal information such as intimate health details or personal contact information like phone numbers or email addresses. So if anybody starts to get too personal, you're going to need to, to do a little, you know, crowd control. And again, we have a couple examples to, to demonstrate that for you. So we're going to imagine that we're still on this call talking about our favorite books. Um, does anybody have anything, another book that they want to share? So I do. I do. Oh, great. Go ahead, Cindy. Well, it, it was this book, I can't even remember the name of it, but it really got me thinking, you know, sometimes like a book can really touch you and get your mind going back in time. And I just found myself really feeling, I don't know, like memories started pouring at me. And I started remembering about when I was a child and I had this babysitter. It was a, okay, a guy so and he really made me uncomfortable. I'm going to ask you to, to kind of take a breath for a minute here. So it sounds like this might have opened up some, some traumatic memories for you. And oh, very much. Really brave of you to share, but ACB does ask us not to share personal information on these calls. So that might be something that you should maybe discuss in a therapist or a counselor setting rather than, than publicly like this. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, no, thank you so much for coming and keep reading and you know, do please find somebody to talk to if, if it's really upsetting. So that is one potentially troubling scenario. Um, people might also be tempted to, you know, especially if somebody shares something like that, they might want to, to reach out and share more information that is also not um, appropriate. So let's see what happens if that should happen. Also, I um, actually have a question for Colby. Um, she mentioned a book that she was reading. And Colby, I was wondering if I could give you my email address or you could give me okay, yours. Actually, so that we could yeah, we're, um, sorry, I'm going to have to cut you off there. 
Um, ACB does ask us not to share personal contact information over over the air like this. Oh, okay. Sorry. You can either email community at acb.org and they can try to put you in touch. Um, and if you don't have access to email, you can call at 612-332-3242. Okay. And finally, we have some special instructions for live streams and podcasts. Calls that are live streamed on ACB radio or recorded as podcasts are a little bit more public. So we do ask facilitators to bring their best game and show the world what the ACB community can do. Um, live streams and podcasts should be a little bit more structured and orderly. Definitely use the raise hand feature so you don't have a lot of people talking over each other because that can be really confusing to listeners. Live streams start with a disclaimer. And when it finishes, facilitators should be ready to launch in with an introduction to their show. You know, say who you are, what the event is, and remind everybody that they'll be raising their hands to participate in a discussion if that is part of, of the setup. Make sure that you come prepared with content, maybe a little bit more than you think you're going to need, just in case you have a little bit of extra time that you need to fill. For live streams, it's especially important to be mindful of the time to start and end when you're scheduled to start and end. Podcasts don't have disclaimers, and it is okay to end a little bit early if you do run out of content. Remember that if you're doing a podcast, the description that you submit for the community call schedule will be published as part of the podcast notes. So you might want to take a little extra time and don't forget to proofread, but Feel free to keep it simple and straightforward. No need to be fancy. And if your podcast is a regular occurrence, make sure that you have a consistent title so that people can find you easily and keep tuning in. Thanks everyone for listening. I hope you gained some confidence and information that will help you on your next event. If you ever have any questions or concerns, please reach out to community at acb.org and we will connect and get your questions answered. Happy community.